All right, welcome to the Type One Lifting Podcast. I have your, I have, I'm your host Tom Lennon, and I have Maddie Bolin with me, and we're just going to talk about her amazing competition she just did, and uh, talk about how she became a diabetic and anything else that's on her mind. So, welcome to the show. Thank you. So, uh, just a quick question. So, how, when did you first become a diabetic? I was eight years old. Okay. Uh, now, you have a twin sister as well, correct? I do. Yeah, so did she get diagnosed at the same time? She was diagnosed about six months after me. Okay, and how did you find out? I was at my grandfather's house. He's type 2 diabetic, and he noticed some signs of it and checked my blood sugar. I was running to the bathroom a lot drinking tons of water, and he checked my blood sugar, and it was over 300. Okay, and then what happened after that? Like, did, you guys, did you guys go to the ER right after? Or? Not immediately. We called my mother because we were able to bring it down a little bit before I had to go to the ER. We called my mother. She came over to Pensacola where he lives, and then we went to the ER there. Okay. All right. So what did, what did your parents feel? Like, were they, like, really shocked or were they sad or... Well, when we were in the hospital, a lot of people told them that it's not cancer, it's going to be okay, like, she's going to be fine, and that really irritated them a lot, like, no, it's not cancer, but this is like a lifelong sentence, I'm going to have to deal with this for the rest of my life, so it was really a struggle for them, as well as me, like, we don't, we didn't know, like, how to handle it, what to do, what was happening, stuff like that. Okay, now, now, how do you, how do you manage your blood sugar right now? I try to I do CrossFit every now and then and I am a lifter I compete in Olympic weightlifting and I train regularly about three to four times a week okay all right and do you like do you do it by, by diet or anything like that do you have like, a special diet plan that you're using or sometimes I try to stick with it as well as I can uh, try to keep the carb intake a little lower just to keep my blood sugar more steady yeah so like do you have like a special like carb amount that you take daily or is it just kind of like anywhere between I try to eat over 200 carbs a day, but no more than 250. Okay, all right. And typically, I usually eat like 300 plus. So cause, you're a little bigger than that. Yeah, I am. yeah, just a little bit. But uh, but yeah. So uh, so is it the same? Does does your sister pretty much do the same thing as well, like CrossFit and? No, my sister is not active at all. She uh, she's at school at USA right now, and she doesn't. I don't think she does anything actively. Okay. At all. Okay. So you, we were just at a, your competition. Yes. Um, you did. You uh, competed and you did amazing. Thanks. And you hit the numbers to hit. Uh, now, what was the competition for the Arnold that's going to happen? It's AO1 American Open Series. It's a national lifting event. Okay. Now, what were the numbers that you hit to get to I that? I got a 60 kilo snatch and a 72 kilo clean and jerk. Okay. And your. You're what in what division you were, you were in? I was in the 81 kilo weight class. Okay, very cool. I so I saw the lifts; they were amazing. Thanks. So the, those were that, I'm gonna post those on Instagram too. Okay. I've been actually videotaped both of, both of those Great. lifts. So, <laughs> um, so how did you get into weightlifting and kind of CrossFit? When I was about 16 years old, I had a friend that invited me to go to CrossFit, and I I went. I really don't know why, but I did, and I started to fall in love with it, fall in love with what my body can do and how I can get stronger, 
and stuff like that. And eventually it grew into, I love the barbell, I love weightlifting more. So I transitioned, I just recently, about six months ago, transitioned into the weightlifting part. I do CrossFit a little less, and that's where I am today. Started with weightlifting, now I'm here. So you do three times a day for weightlifting. Do you do, in between those days, do you do CrossFit or just kind of I take it easy? I haven't recently, but I am starting soon to get my weight to go down before nationals. Okay. All right. So, what's your favorite lift to do? Actually, no. When you first started CrossFit, do you remember the workout that you did? Uh, I don't remember the exact workout, but there was tons of running, a hundred plus sit-ups, and I think there were wall balls in it. And I really don't know why I went back, but I did. Yeah, yeah. So my 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 first workout was the 300 workout. I was doing it at a global gym, and like you know the movie 300, mm-hmm. like all the Spartan warriors used to use that workout. And I was like, that's how I pretty much got started into CrossFit. And then uh, I I was an Air Force medic, and um, the gym that they had they had a box there and they're like I wanted to try it out and so they're like hey come on in try it out I mean you don't really need to do the on-ramp program because I think you're strong enough to do know all the lifts and stuff and so and I just got hooked ever since yeah so um so do you follow like when you were doing CrossFit what do you have a special program that you guys were doing or no I just do the workouts that my box does okay all right do they do like heavy lifting at all, or is it mainly just like metcons? Or they do. They'll normally do I think three days of lifting and then a metcon, and then every other day they'll be like a longer metcon. Okay, very cool, very cool. Now, uh, now, what's the splits that you do for your weightlifting uh, training for the three days that you do? The, on Monday we work on snatches. On Wednesday we work on clean and jerk, and then Fridays we do like, mix of both. Okay, and what's your favorite lift? That's a really hard question. When I first started, I think it was the snatch, but then the snatch really kicked my butt. So, <laughs> clean and jerk. I tend to have more fun with the clean and jerk. I, I can clean almost anything, but the jerk is my problem, and I, I find a lot of joy in that. I don't know. I love working on my jerk. Yeah, yeah. I, I love, for me, I love doing the snatch. That, that's my thing. Even though it's like super hard and it kicks my butt too. Oh, yeah. But it's nothing like just a big, big weight snatch. You're just like overhead and you just, you're like, hell yeah, I got it. I got oh, it. Yes. Nice, nice. So, um, so you're on the pump right now. Yes. So, what, what pump is that? It's a Mini Med Medtronic. Okay. And what, uh, what type of insulin do you use? I use Novolog. Okay. And you've been using that pretty much the whole time? You've yeah. been a diabetic? Yeah. Yeah. I'm on Cumulog right now. I and mean, I was on Novolog, but it just got too expensive. Yeah. So, so how does it, how does it work with your twin when you guys get medication at all? Like, do you have like issues or anything like that? So or? because I am a twin, we both had the same birth date and obviously very close in name. And our insurance company didn't like that very much, so they would they would like delete one of us out of our out of our getting our medication. So she would get some and I wouldn't, and then I would get some and then she wouldn't. We've since we've been diagnosed at eight years old, we've always had problems with our insurance company. Mm-hmm. Do you still have it like now, or since you, are you on separate insurance? Well, we do somewhat. She lives in Mobile, and I live in Sheffield, Alabama. So there's because we're farther away, there's different addresses, so it's a little different now. But the other day, I ordered insulin in my name, and they sent it to her address. We're we're, we're still we're getting our separate medication now, but they're sending it to hers, and I don't know how or why they would do that. You got you guys on the same insurance plan, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. You guys with your parents still, or yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because with with me. I'm on my own, so I'm like managed. Say I don't have, I don't have any, I don't have a twin either, so <laughs> I don't have that issue. But, um, but you probably had to share most of the stuff oh, yeah. with it, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, 
So with uh, with that, like, have you met any other like? Do you do you still like do like diabetes communities or anything like that or? Not very much because I'm so busy. I'm a full-time college student, full-time job, and I do training with lifting. But the other, a few weeks ago in August, I did compete in a CrossFit competition, and I met another type one diabetic there, and we of course had a blast. Took a bunch of pictures together, and. I think that I've only met like two or three other crossfitting or lifting diabetics. Okay. They're not very. Yeah. Yeah. Do you still like? Are you, do you engage like any other communities at all, like the JDRF or? Not very much. We used to, and me and my twin sister were younger and newly diagnosed, but not much anymore. Yeah. Okay. So what's? So we're moving on to another subject. So what? Um, what's your go-to little treat that you like to eat? Like a little like cheat meal kind of deal. Well, I love, love, love cinnamon rolls. That is absolutely my weakness. It's hot, gooey cinnamon rolls. Yeah. So do you like, like, so for me, I love, like, gooey chocolate chip cookies. That's like, I just, if I see them, I like, I, it's almost like, it's almost like a vampire seen across. You're like, ah, oh, get away, get away. But I just, I just, oh, they're so good sometimes. But what's your go-to cinnamon one? Do you like to make them your own and then eat them, or do you like to go to some place I've and get them? I've never made any from scratch. I love Cinnabon cinnamon rolls and then the Pillsbury cinnamon rolls. Nice, nice. They the best. Yeah, yeah I, I, I used to eat those back when I was a little kid. So, um, so how did you find out about type one lifting? I really don't remember. I was, I knew I wanted to find somebody who was like a CrossFitter or lifting and diabetic, and I love to follow people on Instagram that do the same thing. Yeah. To learn from them and watch and get to know them, because it's really cool to know somebody else who's a diabetic and going through the same thing you are. Yeah. So I think I probably just found you on Instagram. Yeah. So how I found you, you posted your favorite diabetes. I think it was like your favorite di- on it's on the Insta store. Your favorite diabetics, and I think you put my name on it, and I was like. Oh, okay. So like I saw your saw your pro, saw your profile. I was like, I'm definitely gonna follow her. So I, yeah, I really appreciate that. Yeah. So um, so what do you think about the shirts and? Uh, oh, I love it. Yeah. I have a type one lifting shirt. I wear it all the time. It probably really stinks. I don't remember the last time I washed it. It just stays in my duffel bag, and I wear it at the gym all the time. Yeah, yeah. I have, I have so many shirts that I wear, and it's just like they just smell so bad, and I'm like trying to like wash them, but it's like. Now these are like the OG shirts. I can't, yes. I can't get rid of them. So, um, yeah. So, uh, so I know you're doing the open. I think you're doing that. You're doing the 20.1 tomorrow. Yes. So what, what's your game plan going into this? Man. So I'm hoping to spend about 45 seconds on each movement, like per round. So I'll be 45 on the. Burpees. I don't know which one's first, the burpees or the ground to overhead? Uh, ground to overhead. So I'll do about 45 seconds on the ground to overhead, then about 45 seconds for the burpees. And then maybe if I need some after the burpees is where I need some rest. So I'll probably take a little bit after that. Yeah, so are you going to, you're doing, are you doing it RX? Yes. Okay, awesome. Very cool. So I, I recommend kind of after the burpees, just stand next to the bar and just take a nice deep breath in. Yeah. And then go. So a lot of people are transitioning to the, the um, the cleaning jerk and doing it, mm-hmm. but some people say their heart rate is so high when they start doing that, their heart rate even gets even higher. Yeah. And so they just stick with the snatches. And so I absolutely died on that workout. Yeah. So it was not the not the best workout I I had my my uh, CrossFit Open. Well, there's a bunch of burpees in it. Yeah. I mean, I I thought I was literally gonna throw up. I, I it was just. I almost stopped that halfway through, and I'm like, I just, I don't know if I'm gonna puke or it's from like me eating before I got there. But in in 
with that. Like I always worry about um, getting turning getting low blood sugar. Yeah. After work, like during a workout. So have there been, have there been times that you've like gotten low? At all or normally during a workout or during a training session I'll spike because what happens when you work out for a long period of time your body burns fat yeah. and that fat will turn into sugar which will make my blood sugar spike mm-hmm. sometimes I'll start out and it'll drop just when I'm like easing getting into it but that doesn't happen regularly I normally spike yeah it's there was a couple of times I actually was checking my sugar I thought I was getting low blood sugar so I had to stop and check during the middle of a workout not that I want to do that but yeah but it was like perfectly fine so I, it was either I took too much insulin or but yeah so so with the now going to the pump do you wear that while you're working out at all or? I try to when I can I do have a little armband like like you put your phone in I put my pump in that sometimes but when I'm competing or at a crossfit competition I can't wear it on my arm yeah so have, do you do you put it like all over the place like your hit your I keep it on my arms. Okay. When I was younger, I would only put it on my stomach. I hate it anywhere else. And now I hate it on my stomach. I can't put it on my stomach. It stays on my arms. Yeah. Okay. So do you have to take? Um, do you have like a? You don't use a pen at all. Just mm-hmm. just the just the pump. Yeah. Okay. And how you liking it so far? I, you've been using it for quite a while, right? Yeah, probably since I was ten, maybe about eleven years. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I've always been intrigued with the pump, but like. I haven't hit my deductible yet, ever, oh. so I can't get it. Yeah. And just, it's the prices are so astronomically high that it's yeah. like in, impossible. Even with my pens right now, it's like mm. through the roof. I can't imagine being a college student and then taking taking insulin, like yeah. the, how much it costs for that. So, is it pretty? Is it cheaper in Alabama at all? Or I really, I don't look at my insulin at all. My mother does that for me. Okay. So I have no idea what it costs. Okay. I looked at like the pump sites and the pump. The pump itself cost a good 8000 plus. Yeah. But I don't know about the insulin. And with the meter, do you do you have to change that every three months or is it every month? Yes. Know? I do have a sensor inside my arm that checks it and we change it out every three months. So how does that work? Do they just, how do they pull it out? Or so I've only had this one for two months. Okay. I have. This is like the first time I've ever had this in my arm. It's an implant, and so I'm gonna. They'll take it out in about 20 days, and I, I think they'll put another other one. I'm really not sure how it works. I haven't got it done yet. All right. I, I would love to. If you do an Instagram story, I would love to see that how that works. Okay. Um, yeah. So what what school do you go to right now? I'm at a community college, Northwest Shells Community College, and I will transfer to UNA. Okay, so what are you going to school for? Fitness management. Awesome, very cool. So yes. what So what got you into like the fitness realm? Well, of course, I started CrossFit yeah. and then lifting, and these both have really changed my life. Okay, I have type 1 diabetes. I struggle with an eating disorder and depression and anxiety, and those things just completely, like, blew my world away and I haven't struggled with hardly anything other than the diabetes of course in a very long time and I want to become a coach and help others beat down those walls and conquer their anxiety and depression and eating disorders the same way. Well, that's cool. So when when did those when did, when did you start getting anxiety and like depression and stuff Shortly like that? Shortly after I was diagnosed with diabetes, probably around 13 years old maybe, okay. I started struggling with them, with some stuff and it's normal for a diabetic to stop taking insulin or stop eating so they don't have to take insulin because guys this is rough taking all this stuff around every day people ask about uh, tons of stuff about what to eat why can't I eat that or what not to eat 
And so I just fell apart and I stopped taking care of myself, stopped taking insulin, stopped eating because I didn't want to take my insulin. Mm-hmm. That's how everything started. Yeah. So have you gone to, like, since, since getting that, do you, do you ever go to the hospital a bunch of times for that? or? I did. I would go a lot because of DKA, diabetic yeah. ketoacidosis. But since I started CrossFit, I think I've only been in the hospital maybe once for DKA and okay. I really don't struggle with anything else anymore. That's awesome. That's, so with your, uh, with your twin sister, has she had, like, the same... Issues. She does. Okay. She also has an eating disorder and depression, and I think she also has anxiety, but she sticks more to medication on those things, and I've asked her to, like, come do CrossFit with me and get active, and she's tried. She just doesn't like it yeah, like I do. It's not in her wheelhouse or anything yeah. like that, yeah. So, so with, with exercise and all that stuff, it helps you with your depression and anxiety. So, when did that change from, like, you know, hey, I need to, like, when did that change come from, like, you know, being depressed and say, hey, I need to change. Like, when did that come around? I really don't know. Don't remember. Was it like around college time or high school? Oh, uh, college has been a mess. Um, pro- yeah, in about eleventh grade. Yeah. High school. Okay, so what what made that what made that switch over? Just like, just did you look at yourself in the mirror one day, or be like, you wake up one day and you're like, I need to do something. Kind of, yeah. I was. I started. CrossFit, and of course, at first it was awful. It was terrible. I was very big. I weighed over, I think, 250 pounds. Okay. And I just, it got really hard. And I said, like, I'm gonna die. I, at one point, I wanted to kill myself. And I decided that that shouldn't happen. It's not gonna happen. So I started CrossFit, and that helped a yeah. lot. Especially with the community aspect of it too. Oh, yeah. Everyone's like super nice and like welcoming. And I've noticed, like, any, any CrossFit gym that I've gone to, they're, like, they're, like, hey, you know, everyone, like, introduces themselves, oh, yeah. and they're, like, super nice, which is, like, amazing, and, and which I think is a great way to, like, you know, if you have fears or anxiety or stuff like that, or, like, depression, like, being in a community like that is super helpful yes. for people, so, but, like, people don't, like, people think, there's a lot of... A lot of things with CrossFit that people see that like they see the CrossFit games and see like these jacked mofos and they're yes. like they get super intimidated and it's and it's not like that at all. Yeah. So you if you go to a normal CrossFit gym, it's just a regular. You see like a regular regular guy just doing his nine to five, coming in, just working out for an hour and then and, yeah, and leaving. So I have people all the time tell me they're too old, they're too fat, they're too slow, they can't do a pull up, they can't do a push up. Guys, I was over 250 pounds, I could not do a pull up or a push up. I didn't know what a barbell was, and it's changed my life. Like, if I can do that, if I can start that, anybody can. Yeah, awesome, very cool, very cool. So, with uh, with that, I let's. All right, well, with that, thank you very much for joining up my podcast, yes. my first ever podcast. High five for that. So um, thank you very much. I really appreciate it, and it was an amazing time. Like, I'm, I'm actually really glad I went to your, to your meet to check yes. it out because uh, I was, to be honest with you, I was a little, little timid. I was like, I don't know, should I go? Should I not? But I'm like... She probably doesn't happen to be there with her, so she needed something like a, a fellow diet buddy to root her on. Yes. And I, you just absolutely killed it, and I was like super proud of you. Thank you. And I just want to thank you so much for being my first guest on my podcast. Yes. And I would love to be many more to come. Absolutely. So, all right, well, well, that wraps it up, guys, and thank you for joining the Type One Lifting Podcast. Yes. You rock.